Hello. So let's start with an introduction. Who are you and what do you study? Sort of a little bit about you.、Uh, hi, I'm Noah Katz. I use they/them pronouns. I'm a final year Delk student in Grisdale,、um, and I'm running to be your next VP Education. So, as you just said, what are you running for? Tell me a little bit about, about what the role actually is. What does it sort of require? So, Vice President Education is.、Um... Is the political lead on educational issues、um, in the students' union.、Uh, their job is to represent all of the academic、uh, needs that are faced by the students. Because after all, you come to university for an education. Everything else is just icing on the cake.、Um, and yeah, that's the role as well as all of the other responsibilities that an FTO has, as being a trustee board of the charity. Being a trustee of the charity,、uh, rather, and、um, working on the other political, the general political agendas of the union. So, why do you feel you are the best fit for this role? So, I know that I'm the best fit for the role because I've done it before.、Um, in first year, I was the lead rep, my, lead academic rep for my department, Delk.、Um, last year, I was the undergraduate faculty rep for. Every undergraduate student in the Faculty of Arts and Social Sciences, so from history to politics to languages to law.、Uh, if you were an undergrad last year, I was your lead political representative. And last term, I worked as the rep admin at the Students' Union, running the rep scheme. I know education inside out.、Uh, I was also recently elected、uh, by you、um, as one of your delegates at the National for the National Union Students Conference coming up at the end of the month. Um, so I can fight on on the national stage.、Um, as well as this, I have、uh, non-education-related political experience as my role as president of the Jewish Society, and I've also actually just been elected as the first non-binary deputy、um, to the Board of Deputies of British Jews, which is the oldest、um, representative body of British Jews、uh, in the country. Wow.、Um, so, if there's one thing you could change about how the current role operates or how it was previously ran, what would it be? Um, I don't think it's any secret that over the last year, not necessarily through the faults of anyone per se,、um, the communication around educational issues have been lacking. One thing that really sets me apart is that I am literally an award-winning communicator.、Um, I'm a national award-winning.、Uh, Activist and media presenter, you know, as the assistant station manager of this wonderful little station,、um, I I know how to talk to people.、Um, I know how to de de like mystify all the jargon that uni management throws at students and communicate it to students in an accessible way, which is part of my、um, Noah Your Rights campaign, which I'm sure we'll get onto in a bit.、Um, but then I'm also able to take. Feedback from students、uh, and translate it into actionable items for uni management, like I did last year with my content warning policy that I got、uh, my content warning guidance policy that I had passed in、uh, in my faculty that I want to expand across the entire university. So, what structures could you put in place to sort of、um, actually create that? Fill that gap between communication. Are there like actual structures that you have in mind for that? So, I mean, the simple. Officer to student communication is just using the social media that's available,、mm. and it's as simple as that. You can have a look at the、um, highlights on the Bellrig Instagram page to see my vlogging,、um, or my vlogging at the moment on on my、um, campaign Instagrams, which are at Katzkan Lanks, which is K A T Z 
and Can Lanks or my Instagram, which is at Noah N O A because the H look ugly. N O A S K A T Z, where I'm basically vlogging during the campaign. Um, and then the student feedback to uni side of it is coming in the form um, of a new committee that I want um, actually finally uh, made. Um, because having permanent accountability for university staff means that we'll actually be able to get what we pay for. Mm. So this committee was first conceptualised by former Vice President of Education B. Morgan, um, and she wasn't able to deliver on it before she left her her term early. Um, And essentially, currently, there isn't a place for faculty reps, VP Education, to come together with university management um, and senior university staff to actually enact on the change that we hear from our students and our academic reps. So what I want to do is bring this committee that will bring together people like the academic registrar, uh, the pro-vice-chancellor for education, the vice president of education at the Students' Union, and faculty reps um, of each of the faculties. Now, I know that I just threw about seven or eight different jargony buzzwords um, at you, dear listeners, but basically what that means are all of the people on the uni side of things that dictate how exams work, that dictate how... Uh, extensions work, how extenuating circumstances work, how timetables work, how the library operates. There is currently not a forum for students or the vice president of education excuse me, to communicate with them. And I want to build that, that forum mm. because we already do half of it, but this will just, like I said earlier, the permanent accountability for uni staff means that we'll be able to get what we pay for and yeah. they won't be able to get away with 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 screwing us over. That, that's really interesting. Um, so a lot of great things were covered in your manifesto. It Thank says you. towards the end, um, an interesting point about tailoring the rep system to work better, for example, for medical students. Mm. Do you think any other subjects may require that same, like that similar tailoring? If so, what kind of tailoring are you talking about specifically? Ooh, wow. Um, I did ask you to be mean. Um, <laughs> so med students, uh, I'm really great friends with a couple of med students, and I know uh, the difficulties that they face um, are intensified. Um, the, the, the issues that we all face are intensified by medics. Mm. Because of the nature of their degree, because yeah. it's a really hard degree, and no one is denying that, and everyone and people know that going into it. But uh, Lusu has underserved medical students for too long, um, due to being on placement. It's really hard for medical school reps to actually get to our faculty forums. So mm. I want to work with Medsoc. Um, who essentially almost act as a sub-students union within LUSU for medics, medical students. I want to work with MedSoc to, dev- to develop a new feedback system that they're actually able to access. And because I'm not a medic, I don't yet know what that looks like. Yeah. But I want to work with them over the summer to make the system so that we can actually hold Lancaster Medical School to account. Mm. Because medics are LUSU members exactly like the rest of us. And, you know, they deserve the space for us to fight for them to, mm-hmm. to like I said like I keep saying to get what we pay for so just with the with the second bit do you think any other subjects may require oh, yeah, similar tailoring um you know coming from the department of languages and cultures and having <laughs> in my very unique situation um to having had to uh, drop out of my original degree um and now be the only person on my degree my actual degree course um there is you know, potential for, for work to be done with DELC uh, to integrate their year, their international placement years with, with the central uni global experiences. 
Because, listeners, if you're not in Delk, you will not know the nightmare that is Delk 200, that is that preparation module for the year abroad. It is abysmal. Reps have fed back on it every year. I'm really proud of the work that the current rep, Ella, is doing um, to try and get them to change it. But we've not had a VP education from FAST since 2018, and she was a history student. Um our last uh, last three edu- VP educations have been a physicist, a natural scientist, and alum student. There has been such little fast representation in the education um, se- uh, department, if you were, at Lusu, um, that, that, that stuff like that has just been ignored. Now, that's not to say that I'm going to ignore concerns of students in FST LUMS or FHM. I've, I've spoken already what I want to do to the medical school. Um, students in FST, you know, are still ridiculously, despite the fact that we're being made to pay a minimum of £9,250 a year, still have to pay for their own PPE for practicals, which is absurd. You know, wow. the uni built the engineering building in 2016, knowing that they would have to spend the ridiculous amount of sum, the ridiculous sum that they're about to spend on a new engineering building. They did that knowing that they would have to when they built the new engineering building. It, it, yeah. it is nonsensical. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, when you put it like that, it's really, it's really like eye-opening. Um, so you speak about reforming the way in which the extension system works mm. um, in your manifesto, specifically through self-certification. Certif- that's the word. Have you thought about the potential issues with the system like that in a long-term sense for the university? Um, could you expand exactly what you mean by so, that? So. Um, perhaps like the way how long it takes for grades to get returned or the sort of already um, implemented system of that mm-hmm. kind of like flow so of grades coming in. That system already doesn't work. Okay. Um, quite frankly. And I believe that self-certification uh, is crucial because currently the way that a lot of the uni systems work means that you need to have medical evidence uh, mm-hmm. to do a lot of things to get extensions. Mm-hmm. And with the way that um, the English healthcare system is set up, it's you know, been underfunded for at least the last 12 years, it can take so long to get medical proof of anything. Um, and it, the way that it works at the moment is incredibly restrictive to, to students of lower income, um, to my to students from any minority because of the barriers that we that we face um, in society that is then made so much harder at university when they say oh no we can't give you the support you need for the mental illness that you clearly have because you can't get to the point with a psychiatrist to diagnose you mm. because the government for the last 12 years has underfunded the healthcare system right and it, it's a major barrier for so many students um, and I've rec- 99% of the time, you know, I've had, I've had this discussion with people in my department when I was leader up there and what they said drove me up the wall. It made me so angry because essentially what they said was, oh, we've had people lie to us before to get extensions. And I'm like, we've just come out of a pandemic. We've, we are still living through a pandemic, I should say. We are, we are also living through a mental health crisis. Today that we're recording this is actually University Mental Health Day. Um, and what I... People, as an overwhelming rule, people that go and ask for extensions are not doing it because they want to. Like I said, we are paying a, through our teeth for mm-hmm. our degrees and people want to do well in them. But your degree should not make you ill. 
-hmm. Your degree should not make you ill. And this lack of trust from departments can make you... uh, has made me feel like I'm a scared 14-year-old at school again, that I feel like I'm about to get shouted at by a teacher. Mm -hmm. And that should not be the case. Again, like I said, we are paying through the teeth for these degrees. Mm -hmm. And with any other service that you pay for, you would expect to be able to dictate how it's delivered. Yeah, that's that's a really good point sort of giving the control back yeah yeah um, and it's obviously it's not the uni's fault mm-hmm. that the, the mess that the higher education system sector is in i mean they could certainly be doing more to lobby against the marketization of higher education which yeah. is awful but you know that that choice was done by the coalition government about 10 years ago and it, it has ruined the sector um but that is the sector that we are living in mm-hmm. and it is currently it, it is so inadequate Mm. any anything there's so many inadequacies so just uh, to wrap it up the last question what is the main message you want people to hear from your campaign Um, I think we've we've touched on my my points on the fact that the degree shouldn't make you ill Mm -hmm. the fact that I've got brilliant if I may say so myself ideas to reform the rep system but what we've not touched on is is this sort of flagship campaign that I want to run, mm-hmm. which is the Noah Your Rights campaign, because, dear listeners, let me tell you, I'm a sucker for a pun. Um, and I, and also, you know, whether you like a pun or you don't, mm-hmm. I had yesterday on the first day of campaigning a number of people come up to me and say, I hate that pun. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I know, that's the point. It sticks in your mind. Um, because puns work for a reason. Basically, the uni really benefits um, from students not being able not knowing what we're actually entitled to yeah because the what is what some people in uni management call the bible of university uh marp which sounds something like the regulatory guidance booklet mm-hmm. like i said the bible of lancaster yeah. university is worded so complicated is complicatedly a word <laughs> it's such has such complicated jargon heavy wording mm-hmm Excuse me. Um, I have just had a brilliant burger from Filed Bar, and it is um, trying to make a reappearance. But anyway, um, you know, I'm not just serious. I'm quite funny as well. Um, if I, again, if I say so myself. Uh, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, the uni really benefits on students not being able to access, not mm-hmm. the, for the information that they present to us being really inaccessible. Mm. So what I want to do is make this Noah Your Rights campaign, um, and it will break down all of... Uh, everything that you need to know, everything that you're entitled to know mm-hmm. from the uni into a really easily accessible format. It will be available both online, um, think like social media campaigns, posts, TikToks. Why not? I can't make them, but surely someone can. <laughs> oh, God, I tried to do a TikTok for my campaign yes, the other day over the weekend in preparation. It looked so bad. I'm a grandma. Oh, no. But the union has a good comms team when <laughs> okay, they, they, when they work right, so they can sort that side of it. But like I was saying, uh, online and also available in each uni managed accommodation um, as a form of like booklets and to hand out the next Freshers' Fest. Um, so by Welcome Week 2022, um, I want this Noah Your Rights um, guide, essentially, mm. um, to be available to all students to empower us to, 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 to get what we pay for. And also, um, there'll be a package tailored to PhD students, so Grad mm-hmm. College will have a different um, version of Noah Your Rights. Um, covering everything from writing up fees to the to your rights as a graduate teaching assistant. Yeah. Um, because I know that Lusu has un- underserved PhD students for too long, and you know they've done made some brilliant progress over the last year and a half with the new doctoral students consortium. 
Um, and thanks to people like Charlotte John, who has made that phenomenally and working really well. But um, I know that we haven't done enough. And I'm not, again, like, like with the medics, I'm not claiming that I know the struggles of PhD students. Mm-hmm. But I know that they are very different to undergrads. Yeah. And that we they deserve more attention than we've been, we've been giving them in the past. Well... That was very interesting, very insightful. Thank you so much for coming on. That Thank was you. Noah Katz. So uh, make sure to look at the campaign. Uh, Noah, your rights, all of that. <laughs> yes, cats can support students. Yes, cats can reform, re- reinvigorate our rights system, and cats can get you what you pay for. Voting opens on Wednesday, the 9th of March at 10 o'clock and closes Friday at three. Uh, mm-hmm. Friday the 11th at three. So make sure you guys vote, and um, we'll see you soon.